clear my throat. I'm getting ready. You'll know to cut this out, right? <laughs> no. Welcome to the podcast. That's where you start it. Welcome to the podcast. This is You Gotta Watch This, and I'm your host, Aaron. And here's your other host. He's going to yell as soon as I say his name, but your other host is Nick. <laughs> he was almost laughing too hard to yell. There it is. Okay. <laughs> and... As I said before, this is you got to watch this. This is a podcast where we watch in order, chronological order, uh-huh. in regular <laughs> flowing time from release date, all of the Marvel Cinematic Universe films in order. I said in order, right? We yeah, go we go through them. It's in order, though. And we watch them, and then we talk about them. Uh-huh. And but there's a little bit of a twist. What's this, a twist? This is not your. Uh, I don't know what your, the twist is. Your father's MCU podcast. <laughs> for you see, I have seen all of these. Uh, many, many times, and I'm very familiar with the source material and the movies, and uh-huh. I love them, and they're uh-huh. great, and I was so excited for new ones to come out, and uh-huh. I still am, And but Nick, you were not that way. No, I didn't care. You were like the opposite. You you actively avoided watching them, uh-huh. and people talked about them. You were like, well, I don't even own a TV, so <laughs> I, I don't care about that, and uh, I made up this podcast as a way to trick you into watching them all. And it's worked somehow. Yeah, it's so working. Far. We've done seven so far. This is number eight. Yep. We'll see if this one comes out, and uh, I, I bet it will. <laughs> I bet it will, too. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so so we just watched the eighth movie uh-huh. in the MCU, Thor The Dark World. Thor 2. We literally just finished it, and let's let's go into my probably my favorite segment, and this is Nick's Hot Take. <laughs> is this your favorite segment, really? They're all my favorite. Oh. But this one's my most favorite. Okay. <laughs> That's doesn't track (laughs) so all right so going into this i was very excited for it i was looking forward to it um i'm a big fan of thor i like the world i like the characters i uh was excited to see what loki was going to be up to and the whole thing was just overall i would say a little bit of a letdown uh it was not it was not incredible hulk uh, territory it wasn't that level. No, it was way better than so that. So step above. Way you yeah, got large okay. like trip you unexpectedly step <laughs> higher. And mind the gap step. Yes. So uh, the first act was was not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I enjoyed very much the second act and the third act was fine. Okay. Um, and so overall, like I, it was fine. And so we, I had gotten um some. I don't know if you call them spoilers or just some mild um, spoilery like uh, talk of how much people enjoyed this or didn't uh, this morning. Yeah, um, most so- I will say this one elicits a lot of emotional reaction uh, because it's perceived to be the worst one. That's really strange to me. Yeah, people people don't like it. Um, and I think it's not because they're like, oh, man, give me Incredible Hulk any day. I think it's because they forget Incredible Hulk exists, <laughs> which is also like kind of an indictment of Incredible Hulk as well. Yeah. <laughs> At least they remember that they hate the Dark World. Yeah, uh, That's funny. It is a, a fan um, unfavorite, I guess, an anti-fan favorite. And I guess uh, I, I guess we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that because I want to hear like what specific criticisms are. Like yeah. I've got my own knee-jerk sort of – like gut feeling on pieces of it, but I definitely did not feel like it was is deserving of of, of that of, of the hate. Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna close out Nick's hot take with a new feature I just invented right now oh, while you were it? talking. Oh boy. So without thinking about it too hard. Yeah. Scale of one to ten, what do you rank this? Uh five. 
Five. Oh, well, okay. That was a very weird I, way I to did, say it. I <laughs> it was started to be a four, and then I was like, nope, higher five. than that. So we're gonna do five or six. Okay. Well, you said five, so <laughs> we're gonna you're gonna set it on a five, and then we're gonna revisit that at the end of our discussion, okay. and we're gonna see if that changes. Sure. At all. Oh, it's fun, right? Yeah. <laughs> I can see you getting excited. I'm excited. I don't care if you are. So <laughs> let's let's do a real brief uh, recap for the people who haven't just watched this movie. Yeah. Which I know most people keep this in their regular rotation. Yeah. They're, yeah. I mean, who wouldn't? They're like, it's Tuesday night. Let's watch Thor: The Dark yep. World. Um, but just in case you're not one of those uh, very normal people, uh, this is uh, what, what what happens in this movie. We get a, the intro at the beginning, right? right. So um, we're introduced to the Dark Elves as sort of a new um, antagonist uh, race, I guess. Yeah. Um, like aliens. Of beings. Um, yeah. Culture. Um, culture, sure. Whatever. Um, they're baddies. They want to. I guess they like pre- existed before the universe or That's something. That's what it, they say, but I don't, I don't yeah, believe it. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I also like. There was a brief period of time. Just I know we're right off the rails immediately. That's okay. That's okay. But there, for the, it, for a moment, I was like, I kind of feel sorry for them a little bit. <laughs> like, <laughs> if well, they really did exist before everything, and then everyone else is just like messing up their stuff. Yeah. Well, their whole thing is they existed before light. Yeah. And, so, and they don't like, like light. And they don't like light, so they're like basically they're like trying to find the light switch. Well, can they just go far enough away? <laughs> like just go away. It, it this is one of the many problems with the film. We'll talk about it <laughs> later. But, okay, but yeah, yeah they're yeah. essentially looking for the light switch. They right. want to turn off the universe. And so their big thing is they found this thing called the ether. Um mm-hmm. somehow Which, they have it. I don't know how they have it. It turns off the universe. Yep. Some magic thing that's gonna zap everything, turn it into dark matter or something, mm-hmm. which is not the same as darkness. I right, they're like different to, things. To they, say. They're just they're they're called dark elves. Anything dark, yeah, they just, dark. They're, they're, yeah. That's on brand for them. <laughs> uh, so they're they're into that. And Odin's dad stops them mm-hmm. years and years ago. So now it's kind of like legend. Um, so now we're back in present day, and um, we are back on Earth with Jane yep. Foster, and she's doing research, still looking for Thor. Um, she's got some sort of, she's on a date with Chris O'Dowd, who I really like, yeah. um, who's not really given much of a chance to do much in this movie other than make a few jokes about sea bass. Yeah. And, uh, Darcy, is that her assistant? Yeah. Um, she shows up and is like, you know, the, the, the protons are, f- are firing off the grid <laughs> and the, it spikes in the retrograde. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> science. Good. <laughs> <laughs> so but, that that's about how it sounded, honestly. <laughs> yeah. She she had a little thing that was like, look at it this, and it was beeping yeah. and it had some lights on it, and she there, and she was like, that must be a mistake. So anyway, um, but it something's them, happening. It, it leads them to the ether. They right. find this ether. Yep. She kind of gets sucked through to another little world where they had hidden the ether. It it zaps itself into her. Right. She uh, becomes infused with ether. Yep. And then Thor shows up. Uh huh. Because he's concerned. Yep. They, they know about it on Asgard. They're yep. like, something's up with Jane Foster. we got to go help her. Mm-hmm. And so he takes her back to Asgard. And so uh, the Dark Elves wake up because of also what's happening is the confluence. Is that what it is? Convergence. Convergence yeah. um, where like all the worlds are aligning. aligning and that's going to allow them to like Dest- more easily destroy everything. Right. Um, so they're like, let's go get the ether. Let's toss it through those portals um, as if it were a grenade. Yeah. Um, blow up everything. Blow up everything. And so they uh, wreak some havoc on Asgard. Uh, they kill uh, Frigga, Frigga, who yeah. is Odin's wife and Thor's mother, mm-hmm. um, is what Loki's adoptive mother. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
so Odin's ready to throw down and just sort of like, we're going to go out fighting. This is our last stand here. Yeah, this is our last stand because we know they're going to come back for the ether that's in Jane. Mm-hmm. Um, Thor has a, a gambit. He's like, let's. I'm going to take her to him mm-hmm. and uh, let him get the ether out of her, and mm-hmm. then we're going to defeat him right then and there. Yeah. As sort of a gambit. Um, so he has to go against uh, his father's wishes. Right. He, he has to break Loki out of prison to help them get to um, right. this other plane of ex- existence. Yeah. And um, Odin's like, no, nah, don't do that because then you're just going to give him the weapon, essentially. He strictly forbids it. Yep. And uh, Odin was exactly right. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> I mean, immediately. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I don't know what they really... Th- I mean, there was, like, some clever, like, you know, they had a little plan worked out, but, like, nothing yeah. beyond, like, yeah. getting it out I'll, of Jane. I'll destroy it. And, yeah. But, and he can't. Yeah. And so and he just kind of hits it with his hammer. So it goes inside Malekith instead. Yep. So at that point, um, there's a big fight. Uh, Loki manages to save Thor um, and Jane, um, and but uh, dies in the process. Dies in the process, presumably. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't. Spoilers. We find out even before the film's over that he doesn't. Yeah, exactly. Is, that's well, how I badly knew, they I, wanted you to know. I knew. I knew immediately. You knew me. Okay. I was like, I was like, no. You did. You did. Say to the television, you didn't believe it when it happened. <laughs> I, he's I, still alive. I often tell the television that <laughs> I don't believe the story you're telling me. <laughs> I don't think that's the truth. So, um, it's a big showdown on Earth. Yeah, big showdown on Earth. Big fight scene. Um, the the interesting thing about it. So I I I, I don't love the fight scene. Like I don't love the ba- the big bad. Um, I'm not that interested in what he's doing. It does. It's not explained that well. Right. Um, like how is he controlling the ether? It just is like this floaty red stuff around him that can kind of sometimes do whatever he wants it to do. Sometimes <laughs> Thor can hit him really hard and it knocks him back. Like it's, it's not. Just, it's not well defined. Yeah. I agree. So that bugged me. But uh, the cool thing about the fight is like uh, Jane and uh, uh, Eric Selvig and Darcy are. Filling with these little magic, uh, <laughs> magic. Yeah. That's how it it, it seems. <laughs> yeah. Science uh, posts. Science rods. Science rods, <laughs> and uh, they've got a little like, you know, hand unit that's controlling something, like zapping fields into other planes of existence. I guess because of the proximity of the other worlds, they can whatever take advantage of that sciencey stuff. Protons. Yeah, that's all the protons. Yeah, um, that was a problem. It was too many protons. Too many protons, not enough nu- neutrinos. But the protons saved the day. Yep, and they managed to stop him from doing his convergence thing. Yep, exactly. And then, um, but that's when we find out definitively. Uh huh. The television tells you. That yeah, <laughs> that and I was like, <laughs> "All right, Telly, I believe you this time." It kind of sucks for Thor. He has this like kind of heart to heart with his dad. Yeah, really he's good like, conversation. He's like, "I'm not going to be the king. I'm I'm going to go hang yep. out with Jane, yeah. and I know you don't like her, which he does not like her. Yeah, <laughs> and but I'm going to do it anyway. And and uh, like Odin, who thinks is Odin, is like, "Hey, you know what? Like." I'm not going to tell you that that's okay, but he basically says, like, I'm proud of you, and yeah. I think I think you're a good guy. Yeah. And then it's Loki the whole time. The whole time. Yeah. So, which begs the question, and I, I don't know the answer, what has Loki done with Odin? Yeah. So, I don't, I don't yeah. know. That's, that's, I wonder if we'll ever find out. I guess we'll probably find out in the third Thor. Well, maybe. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you nothing right no. now. So, and then, oh, so then there's the mid credit scene, because that's where the movie ends. But yeah. then the mid credit scene is pretty cool. 
Remember what oh, happened? The, um, yeah, 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 yeah. So with the, we see the collector from one of the few movies that I had seen before this whole project started, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Um, so that's where they take the ether that's been conveniently squished down into a little box. Yeah. And for the is it the first time? Yeah. Okay, for the first time, they say uh, Infinity Stone. Yeah. He. It's funny because they kind of dance around it. They dance around uh, he because earlier in the movie Odin calls it a something of infinite power. Yeah, and and goes, ah. and then and then we like kind of get the hint like oh this may be something but Volstagg confirms not only is the ether an infinity stone but the reason why they're giving it to the collector is because the they tesseract, already have one the yep. tesseract, the tesseract is one. and he's like we don't want to put two of these together yep. and it's an interesting thing we, I, I don't like to go too far into the future but because you have seen Guardians of the Galaxy you know. Volstagg's whole reasoning of giving to the collector was so they would be separate. But what does the collector turn around and do when Guardians of the Galaxy tries to acquire, mm-hmm. you know, the orbs? Yeah, so it's it's interesting stuff. So, um, I'm and just we can talk a little bit more about that later, maybe. But I am very interested to rewatch Guardians because I've watched Guardians several times. Yeah, and that's the piece that I've I've really just kind of ignored mostly. Like yeah, it's the, just the a sci-fi. Infi- yeah, like that's yeah. just their just their their you know little bugaboo reason for doing whatever they're doing. Yeah. I don't really care. It's their MacGuffin. It's their MacGuffin. Yeah. Like, oh, it's Infinity Stone. Cool, whatever that is. Yeah. Like, I'm not concerned about it. But now I've kind of got more context. It's it's fun. Yeah. So I, this is kind of the part that I thought that I was that that I would be interested in. Like these are just a lot of these movies. I'm I can very much enjoy them in the moment, and then they kind of leave my mind. Mm-hmm. But now that we're kind of getting into like the stuff that ties them together, I yeah. think that's what's gonna really get me. I'm kind of interested in how the Infinity yeah. Stone thing is gonna work out. Yeah, it's that's and I agree. I think that is the real big draw of the series. Yeah. And what makes Cinematic Universe so cool and the way they did it is just like, no, these are all together, uh-huh. but they're separate. You know, it's it's neat. I like that. So, all right. So the, the they, and I'm sorry, the, the guy said the Infinity Stone that they already had in Asgard was the Tesseract, mm-hmm. which is not the same thing as the, the cradle or what is it called? The coffin? The, the casket. The casket. Yeah. So, what do you think? Do you think that confirms that's not an Infinity Stone? I must. It must confirm that that's just... Or nobody thinks it is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, ah, I'm not going to tell you. You're not going to tell me. <laughs> All right. We're I, gonna, we'll revisit Infinity Stones. There's a new segment that I'm very excited about that we're uh, going uh, to include. Okay. So, cool. Um, we're going to start talking about that, huh? Yeah. Okay. With this movie, I think it's appropriate to really... Start. To start bringing that up. Yeah. So, we'll... Uh, but let's talk about this film and why it's not a success. Yeah. Because I, I don't think it's successful. Okay. Uh, as a, I think... It, I mean, it's a film and it, it has a beginning, <laughs> middle, and end. Uh-huh. But to me, it, it's it's a failure uh, as a as a entertaining film. Okay. It, it is... I, I have a hard time connecting with it. And I think it is because the extreme lack of focus on the main antagonist. I mean, it, it, it almost yeah. you could almost say Odin is the main antagonist of this film. Yeah. Because he's the one who's constantly telling Thor not to do things. Right. Uh, Malekith is just kind of like, you know, a force of nature. Yeah. He's, like, he's no more of a antagonist than an earthquake is an antagonist. Yeah. Uh, he is just something that's there. In most of the scenes we see him, he has two lines of 
fake alien speech uh-huh. that's subtitled and his voice is all distorted so he's not even really acting yeah and then it cuts away and it's always about how he's about to do something yeah he's, yeah he's just basically saying what he's about to do and how he's going to kill everybody yeah and like and it's it's always the same but like it's like four, four scenes maybe yeah. like that and that's the most we see of him except for that opening exposition dump which i'm also not crazy about so i think that's i think i agree that's the biggest weakness is that like i don't care mm-hmm. i really don't care Mm. about like and it doesn't feel like so i feel like they're doing a bad job so far of putting threats into like a a real um into perspective mm-hmm. sure among, like between the movies like new york felt big in the avengers yeah and it was sort of like man you know like they could take over the world but like this threat is like they could destroy all of these worlds. Yeah. And it the felt entire sm- universe. They say yeah. that. Yeah. The and it universe. felt way smaller. Yeah. It didn't feel like there's as much on the line. And I just sometimes don't understand. I guess there's other stuff happening, but like if it was so, if it was that important, like you guys don't have like 30 seconds to call <laughs> like Captain yeah. America and, yeah. and all your other dudes yeah. to at least help. It's, it is, this era of the MCU that was a common complaint and that was a huge um, thing they had to rebound from uh, after Avengers because Avengers you know showed like hey we're assembling everybody yeah they can't afford to do the Avengers every movie you uh-huh. know not only does it have to be a big thing but those actors are really expensive yeah. you know and <laughs> they just can't do it and so I think they tried to get around it in this movie by making the convergence happen quickly they're like it's minutes and so they talk about like oh it's seven minutes or six minutes and you know it'll only be open for about a minute you know Uh i think that is their attempt to be like it's just not enough time to get iron man to come over they did one they they talked about darcy apparently had tried to call shield and shield wasn't returning shield didn't call her back which is goofy I, and I guess the what they were going for there, if I'm being generous, if I'm gonna try to earn my no prize from Stan Lee, it's that um, she doesn't rank on their yeah, list. Yeah, she's calling like their one eight hundred number. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah she doesn't her have tip, anybody, their tip line. She, she doesn't have Nick Fury's direct line. Yeah, and even if he did, if she did, they he would be like, Darcy is not important enough for me to talk to. Right, and she's leaving a message on like a phone tree like menu or something. And so they, it, but that is the credibility gap of, you know, like, why wouldn't, you know, unless everything's happening simultaneously, why wouldn't this be like on somebody's radar? Yeah. Um, and that's a real problem. And that's something they, they have to kind of address and they get much better at it. Okay, good. This is, this is, I think an ADR for a couple reasons. This one had, um, people asking where were the Avengers, mm-hmm. um, because it took place in London, you yeah. know, and involved Thor right. and like, you know. I, you can you can make the argument of it's too small scale, you know, like for certain things, but not for this. Right. Because this was very large scale. Yeah, yeah. The entire universe. Even, I mean, yeah. It, I mean, it did seem like the ship was big, but it, it also did seem like, to be fair, only like maybe 35 Dark Elves invaded London, <laughs> yeah. though. As opposed to Battle of New York, where it was, you know, you could see yeah, thousands and thousands yeah. coming through. So, But I think that was more of a factor of budget, uh-huh. um, which is, I think is another reason this movie uh is a failure i think i don't not sure what the exact budget was i know it's the lowest i think it's the lowest grossing it's one of them really um no i guess it did okay but it it didn't do great and um it's but the the original director director of thor was offered this and he turned it down he said no thanks because at this point the mcu was spinning up and they knew they were making a bunch of them and they said this movie is coming out fall 2013 we know the exact date 
And I guess when they approached him, he was like, that's not enough time to make this movie. Oh, like, wow. He's like, I need more time. I'm not going to be able to turn it around and do something good. So see, I'm, I'm going to pass. Thanks anyway. Hmm. And, and he left. So they brought in this other guy to do it. And I think you can feel that in this movie. You can feel like maybe they didn't have quite enough time. Yeah. Um, they were spitting up the MCU and they, they started a really aggressive release schedule after this mm-hmm. where it was at least two a year, maybe three a year. And this wow. was the second one. This was Iron Man 3 came out earlier in the year, 2013, and this came out towards the end. Mm-hmm. And So this was like the holiday movie. Yeah. And um, <laughs> it, it definitely feels like a lot of the green screen effects um, – very noticeable sure um the even some of the cooler imagery like when when jane was having her like ether visions yeah um they would look cool for a minute and then they started to fall apart and i was like i could see a television show doing this effect yeah i agree and i was like it's just not quite enough yeah um and so I, I really felt like it suffered from that, like especially when they were on Svartalfheim. I was uh-huh. like, you could just almost see the line around them, yeah. And it just made it feel like it just needed a couple more passes, yeah. you know. Like the lighting was not right. The it just didn't feel like they were really there, right? And that's something that can be achieved, you know. Mm-hmm. But they didn't do it in this. Um, so I think the effects were not as great as they could have, and the other stuff was fine. But I think it was those green screen effects that really bugged me. Uh-huh. Um, and then we, you actually picked up on it too and this was the editing was a little weird it was terrible there was uh, there, there was, was a one line that i thought actually was like that's a good line like when they were flying the uh to the meeting spot and yeah. loki was talking to thor and thor they kind of had a moment they're fighting and then he said you know her mother wouldn't want us to do that and they kind of like bonded again and was like well yeah. she wouldn't be surprised and then he said i wish i, I, wish could, I could trust you yeah, i wish i could trust you and yeah. then he sort of loki stands up slowly and kind of looks at him and he's like trust my rage yeah and I was like, wow, okay. And like, as soon as he almost fit, like, yeah. like he trusts my rage. Cut! So it, the next scene, like, he almost didn't finish the line. It was a smash cut. And it wasn't like it was a smash cut to, like, or something, like, happened to the ship. They smash cut to, like, London again. Yeah. And it's like, what is, like, to a hospital. It's like, why do you need to show us this? I mean, they, they should have stayed on him, yeah. given us a return of yeah. Thor considering it, yeah. and then come back to Loki, and yeah. then cut. Yeah, I could have seen that. Yeah, for sure. At, at the very least, we needed like a couple of seconds yeah. on his face to to He's let like, it linger and let you think about what he means by that. Yeah, exactly. Like, Which is like my rage, my desire for revenge. Yeah. you know. Exactly. Like I, I I I want revenge more than I want to betray you. Yeah, and you can trust that. Mm-hmm. And um, and and kind of like and it was almost a call to like you know me, like you know that I'm you know kind of a a, a card, but. I, uh, you know, also how deeply I feel things. And yeah, I'm mad, and yeah. so you know that you can trust that. And it, it just could gave, have been a really good moment. I yeah. thought in the film, and, they, and they, it, they, 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 it was terribly handled. They, there was another, and I, I, it wasn't so much. I, I guess it, you could blame editing for this too, but they, and I just don't, I don't understand what they were thinking. It's like they forgot what happened earlier in the movie, but. Um, Eric Selvig, who we haven't talked about much, uh, mm-hmm. makes his return in this after we saw him in Avengers. And the, the implication is that his mind is kind of melted a little bit. Yeah. And he's kind of gone crazy. So the first time we see him, uh, the characters mention he's missing. The first time we see him, he's running around naked at Stonehenge, yeah. like being weird. And they arrest him. And then we see, so we see that. And then we see him in, like giving a lecture, mm-hmm. and it turns out he's in like a mental institution yeah. or somewhere. Wh- and- which was a very, very two-dimensional cartoon 1930s yeah. version of a <laughs> mental institution. Yeah, or like slash old folks' home. Yeah. yeah it's And then 
to get i guess they realized they needed him to be met up with the heroes again so then they have and it feels like this has been like a couple of days at least and we and the thing that is 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 so frustrating about it is that when we see him being arrested in Stonehenge, it's like on the news like we're yeah. watching a news report of it right so then i guess if when they realize like they show dr selvig who's been arrested and this is like a couple you know maybe like 20 minutes later they show him who's been arrested then they show darcy watching television being like oh man uh, jane's gone thor's gone e- eric's gone i can't get a hold of shield uh-huh. and that's when she watches the news report that he's been arrested but it's like is this a repeat of the news like wasn't this like a couple days ago when it happened like yeah. we, we saw this already right. why are you showing the exact same thing again on television yeah it just seemed like it would have made more sense to not show the first stonehenge thing y- yeah and just, just show, save it just show him Giving a lecture, you know, like mm-hmm. let be like you know, make it like nobody can get a hold of Eric. Mm-hmm. Don't make it like Jane came out there for him, which is what the thing was. You know, just be like nobody can get a hold of him, and then we finally see him, and he's giving a lecture, and then you realize he's yeah. in, a, in a loony bin. That would have been and, way and better. Then you're like, well, how did he get there? What's going and on? And then you find out. And then you find yeah. out the 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 Stonehenge thing. You, you have that happen, and then it pulls out, and she's watching it on television. Right. But it's like they just stuck it again in the beginning. I, I don't know. I To me, it's like that makes – it was distracting enough that it pulled me out. I'm like, how is this on television again? Yeah. Like this happened like 20 or 30 minutes ago in the movie. Yeah. Which should translate to at least a couple of days. I also did not like how they they handled the the talk of – and the, the whole medication thing I thought was yeah. really insensitive. Yes. Um. So they – when they, they sort of go and fake – which also I don't think would work. They're <laughs> pretending to be family members and they release him to their custody. Yeah. Without any proof. <laughs> yeah. No um, identification. And, and I guess that's all it took was just a signature to get him out. I can't, yeah. But what, like I just, that didn't make any sense. So, and then, so he gives them like his effects, like this is his wallet. Here's his science crap. Yeah. And a big bag of prescription meds, various. Yeah. And it's supposed to be delivered like this dry British thing. But I was like, why aren't you giving him his prescription medicine? <laughs> yeah. Like he yeah. probably needs that. <laughs> yeah. Why is that in a bag in the evidence room? Yeah. Like he needs to be taken. That. so that was bad yeah. and then um he came out and was acting weird and they're like why are you being weird essentially and he was like well i had a god in my head yeah and so he's sort of saying like well well that's like kind of scrambled my brains and i know it but it's like they can't decide how they want to to treat him like is yeah. it is he temporarily scrambled but he's really okay yeah. or is he like for real needs medication to like yeah. make his brain work because yeah. then he has this line about um like he takes what some of the medication, which was like a liquid. Like it looked I, like a Jello shot to me. Yeah, it was, <laughs> I don't know what kind of like what kind. Maybe of, maybe that's what it is. Maybe he just keeps Jello shots. He just keeps Jello shots. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, I was possessed by Loki. I need these. Yeah, these that's are my, my medicine. And he's <laughs> just an alcoholic. Yeah, and like because you think about it, Hawkeye was possessed by him. He seems fine. Yeah, <laughs> there were like a dozen other people. Yeah, he's the only one. He's like, I need my pills. <laughs> So uh, then he says the line, um, something about like, it puts the things into perspective when you realize the whole world is crazier than you are or something, yeah. which, which was a st- stupid line. And then because of that, he throws away his medicine. So did he, so like, they can't decide, like, yeah. is it, is it totally unnecessary and it's barbaric that it was being withheld or is, did he not need it to begin with? Uh, or are we showing like a crazy person who should be on medication throwing away his medication? And like the movie's t- 
totally, totally fine, fine with, with that. I did not like how that was handled. I it, thought that was really like it needed a lot of work. Yeah, for sure. It, it needed. It definitely needed to go back to the the cutting board. But I think that's the this movie felt to me like it was a early draft, and yeah, it, it just needed a, another another pass, another couple passes. Yeah. Um, another thing that I don't know that a, a pass would have helped, but I think the um, and this is I think my the thing I think about the most when I think about this movie is its color palette uh-huh. is just terrible. Uh, like, yeah. It's Asgard is beautiful as as yeah, usual. Oh sure, but like all this Fartlehome stuff, it's like, just so gray and dead. And yeah, brown. and then the London stuff, like yeah. it's just like the color of this movie is gray uh-huh. and or like this weird like brown. Yeah, and it just I don't. And it's it looks not very like good. it's not like they're nailing like a a, a gritty London like no. you yeah. know yeah. noir kind of it's feel. Asphalt. It's asphalt. <laughs> yeah, it's just like flat. Yeah, it's not like you know detailed and gritty it's just bleh they i was watching the um special features and the, they were talking about the costumes and all the work they put into the asgardian like they're not, i guess not asgardian but the the marauders near the beginning of the film when thor's like cleaning up the nine realms oh, yeah, yeah yeah and they talk about like the p- color palette and it's like all these greens and browns and i'm like i the color palette's like the thing i think of the least for this movie especially that scene too because again that's another brown scene where yeah. he's fighting like people wearing brown clothes he, he fought like, like a dirt man <laughs> yeah it's it <laughs> like a rock giant <laughs> yeah it's yeah it's it's a very poor choice you yeah. know it, it could be you know you think about like the golden age of thor and like the you know the crazy like blue and yeah, red and, yeah. and like that you know it it should be really colorful yeah. and really interesting to look at the rich and, tones and that's another reason i think this movie uh falls down um but there's some things about this movie that I do like. Uh huh. Um, something I never noticed before when I was watching it. When they're going to investigate the site of the convergence at the beginning of the film, um, you see like the cement truck on its side. Yeah. But I don't know if you noticed there were shipping crates um, set up like Stonehenge. As no, well. I didn't see that. Oh. Yeah. And so, and then they like later imply later on, or that that's the implication that like, uh, but then they say later on. Uh, Eric says that Stonehenge was built during the last convergence. And oh, that that's how they did. Yeah, that like oh, okay. all the big. I totally missed that. All the big uh, construction of like the ancient era w- was done during these periods of okay. convergence, so they were able to. So that's uh, neat, but also like throwaway. Like the <laughs> yeah. way they just kind of throw that in there. Like, yeah, <sighs> it was definitely blink and you'll miss it. Yeah, um, but I I had read a little bit about it, so I was able to catch it this time, and I saw it, and I was like, I, I like that. I think this movie gets better as it goes for the most part. I think the first act is very boring. So we talked very briefly um, about the, the, the planning of the, the, the treason. Yeah. You know, the, the, like the heist, the heist. Get, so yeah. they have this weird second act. I guess it was second act. Like when it starts to turn, when Thor busts Loki out of prison and they're like they're sitting at a table narrating like like a heist movie like mm-hmm. what they're gonna do and then you sort of see them do each step yeah um, and of course they leave out like the big twist mm-hmm. and you watch that in real time yeah like, you know but we knew it was happening yeah yeah um, so like the, I simultaneously thought that was goofy and very enjoyable mm-hmm. and I after that dreadful first act I thought that was fun and got me back into it and i even said it while we were watching i was like thank god loki is back in this movie yeah because like he instantly it was funny again he um what's tom hiddleston hiddleston yeah and um uh what's his chris hemsworth i feel like have a pretty good chemistry they do i 
Yeah, they're both great. Uh, I think the the writers always really get Loki, and like mm-hmm. Kevin Feige like gets Loki. Yeah, and so he likes to give him good stuff to do. Yeah, I think it was more interesting watching Loki after he's been busted out of jail because the whole first act he's like either at his trial or then he's in the dungeon and they show him in the dungeon a lot and he's not very interesting in the dungeon no he's just kind of like standing there serene looking at stuff and but and like also feeling sorry for himself yeah and like just kind of a bummer not interesting yeah and so once he gets out then so what do you think about that captain america cameo oh yeah so that whole scene and that's kind of what i meant by like oh thank god like yeah he was just going on and on and on and like you know doing different illusions yeah and uh <laughs> and yeah tur- turned himself into captain america and was making fun of captain america yeah. very funny yeah. yeah um i enjoyed that and that's so you know before we started this project like i said i'd seen guardians of the galaxy which so far i think are are probably the funniest of mm-hmm. all of the movies. Obviously, the Iron Man movies are funny with Robert Downey Jr., mm-hmm. but I just think the Guardians movies are, like, very, very... Yeah. Like, the the level of comedy is a lot higher. Mm-hmm. The writing is great. The yeah. delivery is great on everybody's account. The acting is great. The comedic timing. And so I really expected all the other movies to sort of be that way. Yeah, they're not. Uh, they're not. <laughs> so when they do live up to that, um, it's just a relief, honestly, because... I mean, that's kind of what I wanted from this and what I was afraid I wasn't going to find. And that's maybe what makes some of the movies more forgettable is like, like this is a fantastic, ridiculous universe with like superheroes and like, it's all ridiculous. Yeah. Like it's all absurd. Mm -hmm. And the only way I'm going to like really, truly enjoy it is if you just give me all of it, like explosions and laughter and love and like, Mm -hmm. just give me all of it. Yeah. You know, don't don't hold back. So, like, when they're not funny, it just feels like I'm being cheated out of something that I deserve. I get that. I, that's uh, you were entitled. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I no, I agree with you though. Like, let's you know, like, because it also feels like you're, or like, what do you, what movie do you think you're making right now? Right. Like, you yeah. know, like, is this? And I, I think that's the trap a lot of you know adaptations fall into is like oh it's it's a comic book movie but but also it's not really you know and they like they they hold stuff back and yeah. they're you know they, they and i think the marvel Cinematic Universe is better when they don't hold back you yeah. know and like let's just go for it yeah and let's embrace these these crazy ideas and so i kind of i can't remember if we mentioned it already but the first act it almost feels like it's taking itself too seriously yeah and that's not when marvel like is at its best. It's mm-hmm. when it embraces its absurdity yeah. and like, you know, this is crazy. Let's over the top, you know, these like everybody's got a witty line and everyone's got a superpower and mm-hmm. like, that's awesome. When it's, when it's, when it understands like, I'm here to be fun. Right. You know, like right. th- this is fun. Yeah. I'm not here, you know, like there are a million other movies that I can watch for drama for mm-hmm. like actual meaningful content. That's going to make me think about stuff. Like yeah. I'm watching this for like, fun yeah the fun factor right i want to go woo <laughs> <laughs> yes good will smith impression <laughs> um what what else you want to say about this film is there anything else particular i mean we we you mentioned you weren't the the last act for you was fine i think the last act is probably the best part um, really i think it, it starts maybe right before the the like i think starting with loki's death uh-huh. i think that's a really cool scene and it's even better because you know like you think at first you're watching it you're like oh loki's changed you know and he's sacrificed himself 
And when you really step back and think about it, like it's even better because he didn't change. Yeah. He, I mean, sure, he didn't want Jane to die. I, mean, he, I don't think he, he, he didn't care that she did die. So he made sure, she, you know, he didn't, you know, it wasn't part of his plan to do yeah. that. So he saved her. And, but what he really wanted to do was appear to die so Thor would leave him alone and right. get away, yeah. you know, because he didn't want to go back to the dungeon, uh-huh. which is what Thor, pro- you know, Thor's uh-huh. not going to let him just hang out, yeah. you know. Because he attacked New York City. Yeah. <laughs> like he's a, a war criminal. So yep. he's got to go. So he's like, you know, so he, he faked his own death, essentially. And that's great. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I think like the and it makes I feel like that is character progression for him. And this is what sure. I mean about him being the most interestingly written character in yeah. this universe is he's finally starting to look like more than a few moves in advance. Yeah. It seems that way. at he, least He. He got two things. He got to fake his own death and get out of there, but then he got to at least fake redemption too. Like yeah. you know, like he 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 di- he died. Think it with Thor thinking he sacrificed himself. You uh-huh. know, so he's like you know he gets a little bonus out of that too. So I will say, how did he not die? I'm sure it was an illusion. Like he he's the master of tricking. But he but Thor like bent down and like picked him up. It, that stuff's like it's even though it's like you see people go through it and stuff like that. I think it does have like form to it. Huh. Okay. Maybe not. I don't know. He he's just he's good at that. <laughs> it's yeah. like his thing, you know. It's, that's his superpower is tricking people into th- doing things. Or maybe the sword was the illusion. Could be. Yeah. Well, I don't know because it because well, I don't know because it got cursed uh, to turn around. At least he felt it. Yeah. Or if like he just punched him in the back when he did that. Yeah. I don't know. Or he just killed Curse off screen and that whole thing was an illusion. <laughs> oh, wow. <well>, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Um, but we just know he did it. Did we speak about how dumb that name is? Curse? Uh, no. Um, it is dumb, though. Curse with a K? Curse with a K, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's well, unfortunate. Yeah. Um, he, he was also uh, kind of wasted. That's I, I can't say the actor's name but he's um i used to be able to say it. he was on lost uh back okay. in the uh early 2000s and uh he was he played mr echo and okay. um he's great but uh and his name i used to like i when i talked about him a lot i could i got his name down but i don't know now but uh <laughs> he he's great in it but totally wasted because behind all that makeup they and everything do that with a lot of characters uh-huh. honestly i mean honestly uh Eggleston apparently was in the makeup chair for like six hours a day. Um, who played the Malekith? Yeah, and but he doesn't look like he's got that much makeup. Yeah, <laughs> you can still like tell it's him, right? Uh, but yeah, I but I think the third act though, going in, like starting with Loki's death, going to the third act, he is the the fight there. Even though you don't really care about Malekith, I did like the whole like universe hopping going from place that to place. was neat yeah i thought that was a neat touch it made it, that fight more interesting rather mm-hmm. than just like blowing up london i wish they had done a little more with it though like yeah they showed sort of like some accidental things like they accidentally went to the the world that you initially saw that they were helping get the marauders off of vanaheim yeah vanaheim and like the fighter jet yeah like blew up of the forest <laughs> yeah um whoops and so like that and then like the bringing the the jordanheim ice creature jordanheim 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 ice creature uh back to london was pretty funny yeah i liked that too i like that they they followed up on that in the it's a very yeah scene, i was yeah. thinking about it. i'm glad they did because i was yeah. thinking about that i was like how are they gonna <laughs> handle that and they haven't so i wonder if it's just gonna live in the sewers now yeah 
I'm just gonna live in the Thames. It's the the monster of London. I think it'd be too hot there. You would think so. Maybe it's fine until summer. <laughs> <laughs> That's how they get rid of it. Just wait it out. Everybody stay inside. <laughs> well, I am going to give you your MCU pop quiz. It's time for MCU pop quiz. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put like a driving beat underneath that one. No, you're not. So we haven't talked about him yet, but Zachary Levi, who is, do you ever watch Chuck, the show on NBC? Oh, I remember, I remember that yeah. being a thing. Yeah. I've never watched it. Zachary Levi, he's been in other things. Uh, he was recast as Fandral in this, one of the Warriors 3. Okay, I yeah, was thinking it, he looked different. He was a different guy, bigger role, more speaking lines in this one. So I thought he was a total goof troop in this. Yeah, he he's definitely, definitely playing it up for sure. Yeah. He had that kind of like... He's not British, but he had that like kind of British, Fake, you know, like, like Three Musketeer like, kind yeah, of yeah, guy. Three Musketeer. Yeah. What's the um, Princess Bride? Oh, felt yeah. like that too. Yeah. Just the bravado and the, and it's. I mean, it's his whole thing. I guess. I guess I get it. Like yeah. he's using like the rapier, like the yeah. thin sword, and like yeah, he's very much. Um, what's the? Uh, yeah, like a cavalier, but like yeah. um, you know, very finely dressed. A, f- yeah. a fop. I sure. Think? Sure. Yeah. Maybe is that? Yeah, we'll um, go with that. Uh, so anyway, he was recast in this film, and because of this fact, he is one of the few actors to appear in both the Marvel Cinematic Universe and the DC Extended Universe. Uh-oh. So, Don't cross the streams. So what character does he play in the DC Extended Universe? Don't look it up. Put your phone away. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not looking that up. Uh, so here are your options. Okay. A, Superman. B, Plastic Man. <laughs> I hope that's not a thing. C, Shazam. <laughs> D, the Riddler. Okay. Those are all real characters. Oh, Plastic Man should not be. Is he just made of plastic bags? No, he's like Mr. Fantastic. Oh, it's okay. Like I thought he was like a... <laughs> like a just oh, made of plastic. He's a, he's a little toy. A warning sign <laughs> for like climate change. No, he's just a toy. So which one is Zachary Levi? All right. So I know he's not Superman mm-hmm. because that's Henry Cavill, Ooh. who is the Witcher. Oh, I thought you know that. Okay. Yeah. That is, <laughs> okay. That's the only reason I know that. Um, and I don't think he's the Riddler. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's Plastic Man. I think he is Shazam. He is Shazam. Yay! I, I, that one looked really dumb to me. Uh, apparently, it's pretty good. Really? Yeah. It's it's real goofy. Um mm. Interesting note, and we'll we'll talk about this uh, in a in a couple more episodes. But uh, Shazam is not the original name of that character. Uh, it's actually Captain Marvel is his name. Huh? And uh, th- through an interesting thing, and well, like I said, we'll, I want to save it for that episode. But uh, DC uh, changed his name to Shazam. They lost the trademark to Captain Marvel. Interesting to, to Marvel. Yeah, well, that makes sense. And uh, even though they had the character first, huh. and. Uh, so he he went, they they called his comic book Shazam because that's what he says to turn into Captain Marvel. Oh, and then eventually, um, they gave up the ghost like eight years ago and just renamed the character Shazam because huh. they, they were getting frustrated, you know. Yeah, uh, but uh, I was gonna trick you on that one and have it be Captain Marvel be one of the options, uh. and you'd be like, I know it's not that. But then I looked it up and I was like, oh, he's definitely not called Captain Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, interesting. But that's your MCU pop quiz. We normally move into. Uh, Aaron's trivia corner here. I don't have a lot of trivia for this. Okay, can I can I sing you in? Go for it. It's Aaron's trivia corner. That was beautiful. That was like imagine like some electronic beats underneath that. I can't like, wait to hear you add all those beats. Just imagine it though. <laughs>
So, um, I already talked about how the director of Thor 1 turned this down. Um, the Captain America cameo. So, the, the way they did that is interesting. Tom Hiddleston actually, like, was wearing the suit. He changed into the Captain America suit and did an impression, like, an over-the-top impression of Chris Evans as Captain America. <laughs> yeah. And then Chris Evans came in and imitated Tom Hiddleston <laughs> doing an impression of him. <laughs> oh, that's to, funny. To get it and so that he would seem like loki yeah uh, well, that's actually pretty clever it is clever and he he mentioned that he had spent he he expended a considerable amount of energy trying not to play captain america like that <laughs> <laughs> and he had to come in and do it because he was being loki making fun of him that's but really funny he's like i really didn't want to be like that you know <laughs> all shucks like 40s yeah. you know <laughs> kind of thing but I, I i like that cameo and i'm i'm glad that it was in there because yeah. it's an, another way to tie the uh the universe is together mm-hmm. and speaking of that um there is um some more of that we talked about the guardians of the galaxy thing mm-hmm, 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 and mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. would make sense that guardians of the galaxy because they actually you know they're aliens that live in space yep. so it makes so, sense so here's um we've really only seen so outside of like earth that we know there's the the what the nine realms the nine realms the yeah. nine realms but that's just part of the universe that's correct so there's all sorts of other races of beings and types of creatures and yeah. aliens. And I'm looking forward, you know, and like I said, I've seen Guardians. So, like, mm. I know we get to see a lot yeah. of the the nooks and crannies of the universe. Yeah. And I think that's cool. I I like that it, in the context of that. Thinking about this, like, this is just, like the spine of the universe yeah. not even that maybe i don't like i don't know like how like there's other huge you know systems and yeah. of worlds and are there is there a government in the universe i don't know yeah yeah it's I, so though and the way i think of it i don't know that it's ever really explained um can, canonically mm-hmm. but uh i think of the nine realms as being like there are nine planets you know that mm-hmm. Uh, they just happen to be connected through this yeah. like anomaly, right. you know, and that's that's the only thing they have in common. Mm-hmm. And it's developed some sort of like almost religious significance to the Asgardians, who were like yeah. the first ones to figure it out, and they yeah. like basically conquered them all, uh-huh. and, and they like, sort of keep them safe. Or yeah, whatever. and they're like these are ours, and you get the sense. Uh, you, you, they talk about it in this movie where Loki mentions that Odin killed a lot of people. Yeah, because when he that's how he kind of explains away how he when he attacked New York, he's right. like, that's hardly anybody died compared to how many people Odin's killed. Yeah. And, um, so you get this sense of maybe like, you know, it's not a very prideful part of Asgardian history. Well, you, and know? you finally are shown like a side of Odin and therefore of Asgard, uh, a side of things that have like, they're not always right. Yeah. You know, just because they're the good guys in the previous movie. Right. And Thor is like the good guy. Like they're not always correct. Well, and I and think it doesn't justify what their culture has done or anything. Exactly. And it, it goes back to Odin in this movie. I really think he is an antagonist. You know, mm-hmm. he's he's very rude to Jane, you know, yeah. who is also a hero. Uh-huh. You know, and, but and he's uh, very dismissive. He, yeah. You're just a human. Like, mm-hmm. you're nothing. Like, it was almost like an animal was in there. Yeah. yeah. Like, he, get this he, thing out of here. He refers to her. He, he, he says she doesn't belong in Asgard any more than a goat belongs at, like, a banquet. Yeah. Yeah. And. You know, which also is a weird implication because you might like eat a goat at a banquet. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, he he's not, and I think he just really wants to see Thor and Sif get together because uh-huh. he kind of makes a 
but like that whole thing is kind of it's not even really a love triangle you know no you don't you don't really know what sif thinks about thor you know they don't explore that too much no so i was also gonna say for a, a longer movie. I mean, it's almost two hours, right? It's actually tied for the shortest. Is it really? <laughs> uh, <laughs> with, it with feels Hulk. long. <laughs> it, and I think that's part of yeah, That's another, you know, hallmark of it being not great is it feels long, but it's tied for the shortest with Incredible Hulk. I was going to say for it being so long, they don't do that much or like explore that much, but I guess it's not that long. <laughs> they, I think they felt the pressure to include a lot of scenes on Earth and a lot of like Eric Selvig and Darcy and stuff. And a lot of that stuff didn't work. A lot of it was very half-baked. Yep. And I think that makes it feel long. And then there's stuff where like, you know, we needed to see more of that they gave us very little of, yeah. you know? And even just like we talked about in the editing bay, like some of that breathing room, some of that stuff, yeah. some of the more interesting stuff needed that. Right. And we needed a lot less of Eric Selvig not wearing pants. <laughs> right. Yeah, I, that was funny like like once or twice, but then they they hung their they this did feel like they kind of ha- came up with a couple of jokes and hung their hat on them yeah for way too long it's and yeah like the the tone is really i really do agree with what you were saying about eric selvig like what they don't spend any time like what's really the deal with him yeah. so like is it like sad right is it yeah. is it funny is it like will he be okay you know they're definitely like, mi- like using him for laughs yeah several and, times and if you want to do a thing where like oh yeah he's just a little loopy right now and he'll be okay you yeah. know but like it's it's played very strangely yeah and and not done very well so let's let's move into our new segment new okay for this episode yeah what's the new one it's called infinity watch does that get a new themes sure uh <laughs> You should have seen, I wish you, the listener, could have seen how deeply Aaron's eyes rolled back into his head as he shook his head no and said, sure. Do the theme song. Let's do it. Get so it. What's, it called? Trivi- what's it called? Infinity Watch. Infi- Infinity Watch. No, I don't feel like it now. Okay, fine. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Infinity Watch. That's great. Actually, that's good. <laughs> So Infinity Watch is a new segment where we will be tracking the Infinity Stones okay. across Let's the Marvel track them. This is the first time I, I believe like you're right. Sh- like Shark Week. You're going to stick a thing in their fins. That's right. We're, we're tagging them. Yep. And tag them and bag them. I think, uh, I think you're right. I think this is the first time Infinity Stone has been used. Yep. And definitely that we've confirmed that Infinity Stones are in the possession of... of characters we've met yes so let's let's go over the infinity stones we know about so far okay what do we so know we've got the tesseract and where is that that is in asgard okay um but we didn't see it in this movie but they said it's there and mm-hmm. we know in avengers it was taken back there yeah um so presumably it's under lock and key yeah um although like you know they're prisons got breached super easily yeah uh true. so you know who knows how safe it is yeah um Oh, yeah, and their, like, whole defense system got demolished. <laughs> so, like, how safe is it, really? Yeah. I guess they're going to build it back up. But, uh, so that's there. And, uh, presumably the, what's it called? The, the ether? Cradle? No. Oh, the, the casket. The casket. I don't know why I want to call it the cradle. Maybe it is called the cradle. I think it's no, the no, casket. No, no, you're exactly right. It is. Yeah. Every time you say it, I'm like, yeah, that's right. But <laughs> it, it should be called the cradle. Yeah. In my mind, if I had written it. Uh, anyway... The casket is presumably... Think of it as its full name, the Casket of Ancient Winters. That'll help you. Okay, like the winters are dead and asleep and dead in the casket. Yes, sure. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and uh, fine. 
that's fine. So apparently that's not an Infinity Stone. It's just according some to, sort of artifact that they have. According to Volstagg. Okay. And presumably everybody else in Asgard. Thinks that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to also think that too because okay. it's also blue. Okay. And don't think there's just from an art direction standpoint, I okay. don't think there will be two blue Infinity Stones. So you're officially here in this Infinity Watch, the inaugural one, eliminating the casket I am eliminating for consideration. It. Yes. Okay. Um... So just the one in Asgard, and that's the whatchamacallit? Tesseract. Tesseract. Okay. And then we've also got the new thing, the ether, which is red. Mm-hmm. And that has conveniently been squished down to a little shoebox size. Mm-hmm. And um what's the guy's name that you keep saying? Vanderin Vandril? Volstag. Volstag. Yeah. And um he takes it to the collector uh-huh. um and says, you know, basically like we know you would like to have this, mm-hmm. so we're going to give it to you because we also know that you would be able to keep it safe enough. Mm-hmm. Which I guess the implication, yeah, yeah, which seems like a pretty big risk. But I don't know. I guess that's just a calculated risk of like where can we hide this? Yeah, I guess the idea is yeah that like the collector might have some sort of security measures. Uh-huh. It also speaks to the fact that. Asgard is not concerned about coming back to get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, they just want it those, out of here. Wh- yeah. Whatever those security measures are, we could probably handle them if we need to come take it from you. Yeah. Or they think it's it's good enough that nobody can get in. Yeah. Oh, that could be it too. And um, he just wants to keep them separated. Yeah. He wants to keep them separated. Yeah. As <laughs> the offspring told us. Yes. Uh, in 1995. <laughs> so, uh, so that's two. What do you think? Any more out there? Um, that we've seen I feel like I have mentioned it, something else being like I wonder if that's one but I think I was probably talking about the cr- the casket okay oh boy alright well don't strain yourself yeah, I think it's you. just those two at this point so we did also get a clue that of how many there are did you pick that up no. the collector oh, said yes he said what six more to go seven one down go? five to go five to go so implying not only that he wants to collect them all, which makes sense. Yep. That's that's on brand for him. Yes. <laughs> uh, but that there are six of these. So I wonder I wonder And he intends, I guess, at some point to get the one that the Tesseract from yeah. Asgard. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> which Asgard has seemed unwilling. It's like I'm not giving you both, you get one. <laughs> yeah. That's it's interesting. I'm yeah. interested. In it. So uh yeah. So I'm, that would imply that there are four we have not seen. Right. I know there's one coming up in Guardians. Okay, right. so you've seen you've seen Guardians. That's right. It's like a purple one, right? Yeah. I don't, and so like I said, like when I watched it before, that was the MacGuffin. I didn't care that much about right. it, so I don't remember where what it was initially, where they got it. Like I remember all the other plot points, but well, that's the piece I don't really remember. And I think that's important. They are MacGuffins, especially at this point in the story. Yeah, the Tesseract was the MacGuffin of uh-huh. Captain America and the MacGuffin of Avengers. Yeah, and the ether was the MacGuffin of this movie. It uh-huh. was the thing you need because yeah. it'll destroy the universe and you need to, you know, stop it. I'm interested to see if they're going to explain it any of it more like better than they have because yeah, it, it, I, th- I mean, I assume they will. I, I mean, so the hint is the name of this set of 23 films is called the infinity saga. Okay. So it's all <laughs> leading. It's all connected to it. Yeah. All right. That's the only clue you get. <laughs> they didn't think about it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> At least a little bit. All right. So that was Infinity Watch. We're going to be revisiting that. We'll be keeping track of where the Infinity Stones are, see if we find any more uh-huh. um, named after Adam Warlock's team of superheroes who were keeping the Infinity Stones safe in the 90s in the comic books.
Wait, say that again. <laughs> Just a nerdy comic book reference. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so threw, threw me for a loop. <laughs> yeah, I I said it, and then I watched you looking at me like, oh wait, I don't understand what he said, <laughs> and I feel like I need to. <laughs> no, no, no. Look it up, Infinity Watch. Don't you? You don't look it up, but everybody else look it up. <laughs> look, unless you're on this journey with us, <laughs> we haven't mentioned this. I I don't know if anybody's doing this journey with us. Um, if you're not, if you haven't seen these. I don't know why you're listening to this, <laughs> but, uh, you know, if you haven't watched all of them, um, you know, look, at least look up the order and you know, maybe watch the movie mm-hmm. and then listen to the episode. That way you can be, you know, be uh, reviewing it with us uh, freshly as well. I, I also recommend that. that. That's fun. So let's uh, let's go to rankings. Okay. Um, this is the second entry in phase two. OK. How does it compare? Um, is it is it ranked one or two? Oh, in phase two, it's ranked two, <laughs> behind I, Iron Man three. And but you said overall it's second to last. Yes. So it's seven of eight. Yes. Okay. Don't ask me to do all of them at this point because I'm starting I'm to not, like not remember. I'm not gonna make you do all of them. Yet. I could probably do that in advance if you like. Yeah. Give me the list. Yeah. And okay. give me a minute to like you know. Sure. We'll, we'll come back. I just want to just real, like your hot takes it's, on yeah, that. It's low, but again, not as bad as so We talked about this movie for an hour. You ranked it a five in your hot take. Yeah. Now this is your, it's cooled on the windowsill uh-huh. for, a, for a nice hour. <laughs> look, peer in, what, what's your ranking it's now? A, it's a delicious looking apple pie. Um, <laughs> I'm going to keep it at five. Keep it at five. Okay. You know, like, I don't know. Maybe that's, if, I feel like that's being harsh. Because like I watched it and I didn't feel like it was a waste of an hour and a half yeah. or whatever. You know, it, no, it wasn't my, the, my favorite movie I've ever seen. No, I will not ever watch it again. <laughs> but like it, it was fine. So like five is five harsh. I don't know. Yeah. It's, I don't know what like my greater context is for it, but I'm going to stick with five. Okay. Good to know. Well, let's talk about next week's film in my favorite segment. <laughs> They're all my favorite. I told you that already. <laughs> How much does Nick know about next week's film? Oh, boy. Okay. What's the name of it? So I'm guessing, because we saw The Collector, that next week's film will be Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 1. Eh. Oh, no! Things were playing, though. Dang. No, it's uh, you would think that, actually. Um, they, I do they, think they that. teased it early, um, but I guess they figured there was a better tie-in with Guardians of the Galaxy than the next film, which is Captain America, The Winter Soldier. Okay. Captain America, The Winter Soldier. So what do you know about that film? I know nothing about it. Oh, I do know one thing. And so I know Bucky is not dead. Oh, okay. I um I I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and and this is all just from like hazy fever dream memories of like seeing trailers trailers yeah. and like you know hearing people talk about it but like your brain like yeah. you don't know what they're talking yeah, about so just like, words yeah, yeah. So like you get a sense of it yes i know that feeling i i remember so i was in i had gone back to college in this era 2013 2014 yeah and some of my um classmates who were significantly younger than me at the time mm-hmm. you know were into mcu and i remember bucky being a topic of conversation i got you and you're you're deducing that they wouldn't have been talking about him if he only appeared in the one film yes okay which presumably i which came out like a year or two prior yeah it was yeah so yeah i think he he he's back and i'm gonna call it that he dies for real in this one okay all right um i just my gut's telling me that he doesn't make it. How many Infinity Stones do you think we'll see in this one? 
I think this one's gonna not be an Infinity Stone movie. I think we're gonna see. I'm. I gotta be honest with you. I'm not super looking forward to this one. Okay. I was really looking because now it's not gonna take place in you know World War Two. World War Two. Which to be fair, that was not fair, your favorite it part. Of did it. make me very angry. <laughs> yeah. So it's not the the, uh, the end of the world. Um. So I I just don't know what's gonna happen, man. Oh, okay. So you're. This is a. Uh... This is a new thing for you. So what's your Marvel interest meter now? Um, it's it's still like it's still cooking away, man. It's okay. still yeah, You're un- it's still unshaken. A medium, medium hot, yeah. I'm, ben, I mean, un- I'm unbroken. I'm also like I'm in it for the long haul. I'm not sure. I don't anticipate there being too many like low points for me. Sure. Th- this is probably about as low as it gets. Okay. Um I mean, but it's still a nice little simmer on mm-hmm. the back burner here. Um, I'm not really anticipating the next movie to crank it back up, honestly. Okay. I'm thinking that when we hit Guardians of the Galaxy again, I'm going to love rewatching it with the new context. And once we really get into that Infinity Stone stuff, I think I'm going to get more interested. That's what? my my guess. Okay. How, how many movies away from Guardians of the Galaxy do you think we are? Well, I would guess it's the next one after okay. Captain America. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, Nick, you got to watch this. listening to our podcast we want to hear from you you can reach out to us on email at you gotta watch this podcast at gmail.com you can also reach us at facebook or instagram at you gotta watch this podcast or on twitter at gotta underscore watch thanks